Hey guys, and welcome back to the Pennies and Pounds podcast with your host Kia. And this is a podcast where we aim to dispel your myths, simplify difficult financial jargon, and rectify your own personal problems. Happy August, everyone. Not happy Monday today, happy August. We're in a brand new month, and things are going to be amazing this month. Now, we've got a brand new episode for you today. I'm super excited for this one. We're going to be talking about credit checks, so the different types of checks that you can have. But before we get into that, let's talk about the last episode. So, last week, I explained to you where I've been. In my absence, I'm so sorry again, but where I've been, what's been going on, what new business I've launched and just some lessons that I've learned. And I've learned a lot being an entrepreneur. For some of you who don't know, I've been a full-time entrepreneur now for just over a year, but I've been running my own businesses for about two years now. But there's been so many things that have changed, so many things that I've learned. And I mentioned that all in the last episode. So if you haven't listened, make sure you circle back and listen to that episode But without further ado, let's get into this episode. So credit scores is something that you hear a lot. You hear a lot about credit scores and there's so much emphasis on checking your credit score and improving it and don't do this because it'll ruin your credit score and do that to improve it. So we are going to talk about what exactly is a credit score and how can we make sure we have a good one. So what is a credit score? To put it simply, a credit score is a score that is given to you by credit reference agencies that essentially show to lenders how good of a borrower that you are. So this is what credit reference agencies use to say, you know what, we're actually going to lend money to this person based on their credit score. So as you can imagine, the higher credit score, the more reliable a borrower you are, as in if a lender lends you money, you are more likely to repay it on time and not miss payments compared to if you have a lower credit score, probably shows that you maybe have some issues making repayments, maybe you've missed some payments in the past, hence why your credit score is lower. So that is what credit reference agencies and lenders, so whether you're going to get like a credit card, a loan, car financing, even phone contracts, this is what they will look at to see how good of a borrower you are. Now, you may have actually seen that depending on where you look, your credit score varies. So I know I've been to places, so I, as you can imagine, have signed up for every single platform out there to check my credit score. And on one platform, I'm doing absolutely amazing. But then on another, my credit score is quite weak. And then another, it's just mediocre and it varies. So why exactly does it vary? The reason your credit score varies is because each agency, each credit reference agency has their own set of criteria that they create your scores based on. So for example, one agency might say, you know what, we value heavily on past payments. So if someone has missed a past payment, then that will hinder their score. And we actually reflect that in how we build up our score. Whereas another agency may say, okay, no, it's the amount of credit that they have out will actually affect their score. So each agency puts things in different orders of importance. So there is no way to figure out, you know, what one agency uses compared to another. They don't actually disclose their criteria, but just to give you that heads up, that's, that is why your credit score varies from platform to platform. Now I can hear your cogs churning, you're probably saying, okay, if it varies from platform to platform, what should I do? I always just say, just pick one platform and look at that platform. Now the platforms that are out there, there's loads of platforms out there, but some of the main ones are Experian, Credit Karma and ClearScore. So for example, if you find that Experian gives you the better score, then I would just say, just focus on Experian and keep checking Experian. And that can be your main platform to check your credit score versus if it's better on Credit Karma, or if you just prefer Credit Karma, or you prefer ClearScore, then use that platform. It can get quite confusing when you use more than one, because you're like, oh, I don't know what I should be looking at. How does this work? How does that work? 
Experian is a really good place to check your credit score. And also they recently, I think a couple of months ago, launched their Experian Credit Booster. So that is a free service for any customers of Experian. So as long as you sign up and check your credit score of Experian, you can actually use their free Experian Credit Booster to actually boost your credit score up to 60 points. This is really good if you're someone who just wants to give your credit score a nice little boost. Sign up to Experian and go and get that boost. I also wanted to mention that if you haven't, if you imagine you've never checked your credit score, if you haven't, please, this is your sign today to check your credit score. If you haven't checked it in a long while, again, your sign is today. It's a new month. Check your credit score. But there are platforms I've mentioned before in terms of cashback sites, so Quidco or Top Cashback, if you're not sure what I'm on about episode 25 we explain what cashback is we've also got different pieces of content on tiktok and instagram that explain what cashback sites are as well as youtube and how they work so for example quidco actually offer i believe it was anyway when i did it five pounds so that's five pounds that you could have into your account for signing up to clear score and checking your credit score so simple they have that with a few other credit reference agencies and just a way for them to get new customers in so if you're someone who has never used clear score for example go ahead, sign up to Quidco. We've got all the links in our bios and everything. Sign up to Quidco, click through, go sign up to ClearScore and get your free money. Why not? Why not just get some money? It's August, it's a new month, collect those coins. There are different types of credit checks that can be run, okay? And I want to explain the different types. So there's two main types. There's a soft check and a hard check. So a soft check is as it sounds, it is when lenders and credit reference agencies search your credit file softly. So when I mean softly, it means surface level. So just the information that they can access. So just, you know, top level information like your name, your address, top level of what you've got out, nothing too serious. And this is usually used when you go to price comparison sites. So that's the way that places like Compare the Market and Money Supermarket are able to get you those quotes because they check your credit score surface level and your credit file surface level. So they're saying pretty much as long as you pass your hard check, this is what you'll be offered. Obviously, if they conduct a hard check and there are some other things that you know causes for concerns, then that quote can change. But they're saying surface level, top level, if everything checks out, then this is the score that you'll be given. And that's usually how price comparison sites work to be able to give you quotes when you're searching for like car insurance, phone insurance, home insurance, whatever you're looking for, that is how that works. So soft checks also happen when you check your own credit score. Now, this is the question I get asked all the time. I hear from people who say, because I always encourage people to check your credit score at least once a month, because that's usually when your credit score is updated. Most credit reference agencies will update your credit score once a month. So it's really important. I do it the first of a month. Good habit to get into. Check your credit score and see if there's any causes for concerns on there. Some people think, but if I check my credit score, I'm going to ruin it. You know, if I, if I check it too much, then my credit score will actually go down. Well, I mean to tell you that is actually not the case. So soft checks, when that is run, it will have a little to no effect on your credit score. Because they're not doing anything too deep into your credit file, it literally has a minute effect on your credit score, so small that you actually won't see a decrease in your credit score. And that is exactly what happens when you check your own credit file. So if you check it five times a month, it will have little to no effect on your credit score. So go ahead and check it. Not saying check it daily because there aren't changes daily. So that'd be a waste of your time. But if you want to check it once a month, like I do, it's a good habit to get into and you actually won't harm your credit score at all. On the flip side, though, we have hard checks. Now, hard checks are just as they sound. This is when credit reference agencies and lenders take a deeper dive into your credit file. So this is where they are checking everything. They can look as far back as six years to see what is on your credit file. Have you missed any payments? Have you not paid your phone bill? 
what's been going on? How many lines of credit do you have out? Have you had some that you've closed in the past? Everything they can see. They can see when you open up bank accounts and when you close them, everything. And this is usually the make or break. So you may find if you're applying for a line of credit, such as like a credit card, a loan, some sort of financing, whether that's car, phone or other things, usually lenders will do a hard check. And this is because they're giving you a lot of money or they're lending you a lot of money. So they want to make sure that you are good for that money. If you fail a hard check, and this is really important, if you conduct a hard check, so for example, I used to work in Apple, right? I used to love it there. And I'd have people come in and want to get like a laptop on finance. And I'd always tell people, especially given what I do, and I was doing pennies pounds while I was still working at Apple for a bit, I would tell people, you know, how's your credit score? Because if you actually go through this and you get rejected, this will actually harm your credit score. So how is it? And I'd have some people who would check it, some people who said, no, doesn't matter, I just want to go ahead with it. And they'd actually be rejected. And now, even though a lot of people say, oh, I just want to go ahead and do it again, I'd always warn them against that because you've actually taken a knock to your credit score. And the reason being is, You've run this hard check. Yeah. So it now shows up in your credit file. Any hard checks and soft checks are actually on your credit file. So you can have a look and see what companies looked at what. If you have a new bank account, you might see that bank has done a soft check or a hard check on you. If you fail that, that will take an instant blow to your credit score. You can see those numbers drop. So it is so, so, so important that if you apply for a line of credit, that you are near enough sure that you are likely to be accepted. If you do get rejected, you know, it's usually advised that you leave about three, six months before you apply for another line of credit just to give it that time to level out. Like I said, I've had people when I used to work at Apple who would just want to go straight at it. And some of my colleagues who obviously didn't fully understand how credit scores worked would just go for it. And you're really just battering your credit score. Now, it's really, really important that you take that breather in between if that happens. And that's okay if it happens. It does happen sometimes depending on what you're applying for and what you're looking to get. It can happen. But just remember, you take that breather in between. We've spoken about credit scores and different types of checks that can be run and how that actually works. So summarize, soft checks are when lenders and credit reference agencies search your credit file softly. So just top level, top level information. And that's usually used when you go and press comparison sites to give you that quote that you find. And hard checks are when lenders and credit reference agencies take a deeper dive into your credit file. They can see up to the last six years worth of your credit history and that can be make or break. So if you actually get approved, then that's great. If you actually get declined, then you may see a, a drop in your credit score. I should also mention that if you actually do get accepted for lines of credit, so imagine you apply for a credit card and you get accepted for that, you may also see your credit score decrease for a short period of time just because you've taken out a new line of credit. So that is actually reflected by the decrease in your score and then it will level out over the course of time. As long as you use it properly, pay it all back in time um, and don't miss any payments. So don't worry about that. But what exactly is the importance of checking your credit score? So a lot of people say, well, I'll just check it once every six months and I don't really need to check it often because why? Now I'll tell you why. The, there's two main reasons why it's important. Number one is to ensure that all your information is up to date. Now, you'd be surprised. There are people who go to apply for either credit and they're, they've got inconsistencies. They are missing information on their credit file. And it's just so, so, so important to check it to make sure everything's up to date. Some platforms will ask for like your salary. If you're living at home, if you're single or married, you want to make sure that all those things are up to date. So if things change, you want to make sure that's reflected 
on your credit file so everything can be up to date. Now, the second reason and probably the biggest is to find and check for any anomalies. Now, you probably think that will never happen. I have heard stories of people who've had lines of credit taken out in their name and they had no idea. They checked their credit file after how long and it's been on there like, oh my gosh, I didn't take this out. And you're having to fight through and try and get this removed from your credit file. So it's really important that you check it often to see if you have any lines of credit that are still open. I'll give you a story. I actually had a credit card that I paid off completely and I actually decided, you know what, I actually don't want this anymore. I thought I was under the impression that it had been closed. I checked my credit score and my credit file about a month or two after that fact and I saw that it was still open. So I had to contact the company and ask them to remove it. They did and that was completely fine. But imagine if I hadn't checked that, that would have still worked against me. Essentially, in quotation marks, another line of credit that I would have had out that would have actually affected and hindered my credit score. It's also important to see if you've got any ciphers. So ciphers is the mark. I will go into this in another episode. But it's basically a mark, a fraud strike that can happen on your account if banks or lenders feel like you have gone through and done fraud. Or if that has happened on your account, you can have a ciphers mark against you and that lasts for six years on your credit file. And if that has nothing to do with you, but you have a ciphers mark, it's really, really important to get that taken off really important as well as CCJs, so county court judgments. Again, we'll go into that in another episode, but these are really, really important things to check and see if it's nothing to do with you. You need to make sure that you contact your credit reference agency or the bank or the lender, whoever's put that mark against you to find out more information about it and how you can actually get that removed. So it's super, super, super important. Now, just before we round off, I want to just kind of put out there that We've spoken a lot about credit scores and credit scores are very important. We've mentioned why, especially if you want to get a line of credit, if you're looking to buy a house one day, maybe finance a car, whatever that looks like, it's really important to have a good credit score. But it is not imperative to have an amazing one. I know there's a lot of talk about having a 999 credit score. You don't need to have that. If you have that, great, well done. If you don't, it is not that important. The reason why people aim to have a good credit score is not because if you have under a certain number, you will never be able to get a mortgage or never be able to get a car. That is not the case. There's credits for everyone, whether you have good credit, normal credit or bad credit, everyone can get out a line of credit, right? It's just that the better your credit score is, the better rates you'll be offered. So for example, if you have a higher credit score, you're more than likely going to be offered mortgages or credit cards or loans with a lower interest rate compared to if you have slightly worse credit, then you'll be offered, as I mentioned, mortgages, loans, credit cards, but with a higher interest rate. And the reason is that these banks and these lenders have to actually hedge their bets. So if your credit score is lower, they will still offer you lines of credit, but they will reflect the risk that they're taking on you by offering you maybe 40% in interest for your credit card because they're taking a risk on you. They have to hedge their bets and say, you know what, if we don't get our money back in full or if we have to wait longer periods of time or if this person misses payments, we have to actually cover ourselves and charge them higher interest in that case. So that's the reason why that happens. So don't get too hung up and trying to get 999 on your credit score. It's absolutely fine. You don't need 999. It's just important to make sure that your credit score is in a good place. That is everything to do with credit scores. We have loads of resources on the Pennies Pounds website. So make sure you go ahead and check it out. Got loads of articles on there, which explain things in more depth for you to properly understand as well as our Instagram and our TikTok and so many different places that we make content everywhere. YouTube as well. So make sure you go ahead and check that out if you want to do a deeper dive. Now we are moving. I started a segment before and I kind of stopped it, but I'm going to bring it back. We are moving on to the segment called That Really Happened. And this is where I tell you about an article or a news story of the last week that I found really interesting. And we say, "Mm, did that really happen? This week is a really good one. I actually found it right before recording this. So 
It is about Forex trading, so foreign exchange. The article is called Inside the Foreign Exchange Craze, and it is this reporter from BBC called Dion. He's actually got a documentary coming out today as well, but I'll explain that in a bit. And it's all about Forex trading. So I know I've mentioned Forex trading before. I have done my little undercover before into the Forex trading realm. But this article is really, really interesting. So he talks about Forex trading. And to give you some context, Forex is the conversion of one currency into another. So that's essentially what Forex trading is. Essentially, you're betting on the value of one currency going up or down. That is what these Forex traders do every day. And this reporter, he has literally gone undercover to understand and see these highlights, as I'm sure you've probably seen yourself, you've seen so many Forex traders on Instagram showing this flashy lifestyle. So he's gone undercover, spoken to loads of traders to find out, is this actually the truth? Can you actually have an amazing lifestyle doing Forex? He actually went and signed up to a popular trading academy called I Am Academy. I have some thoughts about them, but I won't share them now. I'll do another podcast episode. And he actually signed up to see what it's all about. And that is where they have information and training on Forex. And he said that you have to pay £240 to join and it's a monthly fee of £200. He also stated in his article that social media influencers promote Forex trading as a way to make a reliable income from a small amount of money with little risk, which is highly unrealistic. His documentary is coming out today on BBC3. It's called Insta Traders at 10.35pm if you want to watch it live or you can stream it on BBC iPlayer. It's going to be absolutely amazing. I'm excited to watch it. I can't wait. I think it's going to be really interesting. So yeah, that is this week's episode. Hope you guys have enjoyed. Have an amazing week. Make sure to get your money up, focus on your goals, write everything down and actually just focus on bettering yourself and your money management. It's going to be an amazing month. So Hope everyone has a great time. Enjoy yourself and look after yourselves. Bye, guys.